Hey everybody, I'm Tony. Welcome to Finding Subjects Podcast. Each week I head out with my camera, find a subject to photograph, person, place, or thing, it doesn't matter, then interview or discuss that subject, and then share it all with you right here on Finding Subjects Podcast. How is everybody out there? Hopefully you're doing well. I, I'm going to guess that this, you know, um, the COVID type of stuff, I don't want to talk about all of that, you know, and the, the political atmosphere that's going on has you a little on edge. I know it does for me. And I've made up my mind to, it's less TV, it's zero news uh, practically, um, but it's more uh, reading, maybe some writing, maybe some creative type of things. Uh, and that's going out with the camera and taking some pictures and such. Um, been a little bit more active on the findingsubjects.com, my website, which everything comes together there. You can get uh, uh, the pictures that I might put up, and then they also will go right to Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more active in social media. I'm not very good at it whatsoever. Honest to God, I wish my, my kids would do it for me. Um, that's why I'm kind of behind, behind the ball. But uh, simultaneously, when you do interact with people on there, you know, just reply to their post and such. Um, I noticed the numbers really going up on the podcast, which is great, you, you know, and look, I thought about this as well, you, you know, in the podcast business, if you want to call it a business, I don't, I call it a hobby, but um, the whole aim for everyone out there is to get their, their show listened to. It's the same thing when you write a book. I don't know if anybody's ever you know, dabbled in creative writing at all. Um, I've done that before. You want to get your book in front of people and you kind of want to get, you know, some feedback on it. What is that, that, that gnawing within us that we kind of have to feel like we need somebody's appreciation for something? You know what I'm talking about? Whatever it is that you're doing in life, excuse me, the allergies are kicking in for me. And I know it's, uh, I think it's mold and tree, tree mold and ragweed maybe, but please bear with me. Um, and I have two cats sitting right next to me. Uh, it's like appreciation. We want appreciation from people in life for some reason. It's it's all over the place. We see it on social media. We'll put a post up and then we check how many likes do we have as if that is some kind of acknowledgement as to what kind of person we are. It's very fascinating where we are now in our lives with social media and how much um, we kind of like, I don't want to use the word depend on it, but go to it and check it out. Oh man, you know, I put this picture up, but nobody's liking it or only five people. Like I put, and as, as an experiment on Instagram, probably my favorite picture, my favorite photograph I've ever taken in my entire life of this sweat bee coming out of nowhere to this, to this flower. And if you go on Instagram, uh, you'll see it on there. You just search down to my post. To me, it's my, my all time favorite photograph that I ever taken so much so that some of them are special to me. I had it printed out and, and gave it to that person out of <clears throat> excuse me, out of respect for them, because that's the best I could do. And I could never financially compensate for the things that they do for me. But that to me, that's how much this photograph means to me. It's probably, I, I would say, probably one of the best I've ever taken. And it was by chance. I, I was concentrating on this flower, snapping away, snapping away. I didn't check those photographs for probably, I, I'm guessing, three weeks, a month, maybe two months. And then I sat there one day and I do that. I bulk take all these photographs, then I upload them, then I looked at them, and there, there was this photograph. And I'm like, wow, you know? But, so here was the experiment. I put it up on Instagram. Five likes. <laughs> now, is that a reflection on my photography? No. But why is that important to us? I don't know. 
I mean, I kind of know. I'm not going to really go there. You know, do we get a lot of attaboys when we're growing up? Do people acknowledge us? Do people, you know, or did we just kind of like fit in the crowd? Maybe, you know, we're, and that's the thing. Were we part of the popular crew? Did you get a lot of attention? Did you get a lot of, a lot of acknowledgements? Does that have anything to do with what's going on with the social media thing? Like all past to set aside, we're new people. We're successful now. Look at the picture of our house. Look at this. Look at that. Look where I've been to. Where have you been to? Is that like subliminally some type of, you know, revenge to, or some type of way to boost who we truly are, our self-worth? It's really a fascinating thing to sit back and, and watch our own, our own behavior on social media and the things that we strive for. Maybe we weren't that popular. Maybe we're looking to put a post up and, my God, it got 50 likes. That's awesome. Someone likes me. Or I am good at something. I don't know. I, I think it's different for all of us, but I also think it's extremely fascinating. So uh, as for me personally, if you if you want some attaboys, certainly don't look on Twitter because I get like three or four likes of something. And it's it could be like my best picture ever. It doesn't matter. You know, it's uh, you know, my followers are big, but I found also on <laughs> it's so funny. Another little experiment that I did on Instagram and on Twitter, if it's not a colorful uh, attractive looking photograph, you won't get that many pounds, that, ma that many hits, or at least I won't. But when I can put up a picture of a stupid looking butterfly that is not even really a good picture, that is very colorful, and everybody, oh, wow, man. I'm like, man, you're missing, you're missing what I'm trying to convey, which is always the story behind the, the photograph. But that's okay because, yeah, that's, that's okay. It's just okay. You don't, there's not an explanation for it. That's just how it is. And that's all right. And it's, it's what we think of what we're putting up. So you have to develop a bit of confidence with yourself in, in regards to the social media. You don't need somebody's acceptance out there that you don't even know. You, you know, 400 and some odd friends that I have on Facebook, I, I tell you, I love and care for a lot of them, but some of them I barely know. They're friends of friends that wanted to be friends. And that's great. Excuse me. I'm cool with that. But I know who my true friends are, and I know how they care, and I've been down, man. I've been kicked to the curb, okay? We're, like, in the worst possible place in my entire life, and I know who reached out to me, and I know who was there for me. I don't, I don't wish that on anyone. I don't wish anyone, you know, getting to the place mentally where I was, thinking how I was thinking, as desperate as I was thinking. I do a podcast to kind of entertain you. It's like how I used to write a book. I want to take you somewhere differently and give you a break from your own life. That's what I do this for. Um, I simultaneously do this as a double-edged sword with this. I do it for my kids. Something happens to me. They got my words, right? It's like a letter to them. But it's about life. It's about my thoughts of life. And who am I? I am absolutely the guy next door, an ordinary man. That's it. Name of the second book, by the way. Ordinary man. Psst, psst. <laughs> And I didn't self-publish that. Maybe someday I will. In fact, it's funny. I got to get myself a floppy disk reader to see if I can, uh, you know, maybe look at those files. But maybe sometimes things are better buried <laughs> where they are. But anyway, I mean, that's cr the creative aspects and the creative side of the things that I do. Why do I do it? I do it for me. I do it for my kids. And I do it to uh, potentially entertain people that I don't know, people that are going through some things that maybe I went through before in my life. And if I can share my experiences, even in a vague way, not trying to trigger anybody or anything like that, but if I can do that, um, and if it gives a moment of so uh, solace to somebody, a little bit of a break 
from their life and, and the things that they might be going through. Yo, man, mission accomplished, right? And that's why I do this. So um, I was listening. I'm going to segue to to when you're doing something, anything, uh, be it this podcast, be writing, um, this creative you know, mindset that I've tried to be in during this COVID uh, stuff. And, and again, you know, it's gotten to me. I know it's gotten to a lot of people. It still bothers me a lot. I'm not getting out of here as much as I should. Go take a walk. Just uh, appreciate things. The weather has been, you know, crappy. So humidity kicks my butt. Uh, it's nice now. I'm back on, out on the balcony. Uh, straighten that all up yesterday. And it was just nice to sit out there and chill and get attacked by lantern flies, even though they're harmless. They're landing on everywhere. They landed on me. I'm not kidding you. Five, six, seven different times. They're everywhere. I got like 30 lantern flies on my balcony right now. And there's nothing you can do about it. I can't wait to the first freeze. But be that as it may, um, I'm sitting out there with my copybook, even today, this morning. And I'm like, you know what? Something I haven't done in a long time. I'm going to write a song. And, uh, I did. I, I wrote a song yesterday, set, you know, right into this morning, wrote it. Um, will I pursue it a little bit more? I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting, but it's also kind of a, about current events. But here's the thing, what I'm going to get to. So uh, my alarm went off, time to take the medicine. You probably heard. I don't know if you'll hear it. Oh, it's actually outside right now, my phone. Everything's outside. I got two cameras outside and uh, my balcony, on my balcony and my, and my iPhone. So I'm seven stories up. I'm not worried about anybody except for, you know. The window washers, if they came. <laughs> but I took a shower, and when I take a shower, I have uh, my other phone, the old phone that I hook up to a Bluetooth speaker, and I listen to music, and it could be anything. It, it's so varied, it would blow your mind what's on my uh, my playlist. But today was Abandoned Luncheonette by Hall & Oates. Philadelphia guys, right? And there's a couple songs on there that I really, really like. Uh, when the Morning Comes and Sarah... Uh, but I was listening to both of those songs this morning and singing along. It's kind of hard because they got some higher, higher, uh, ranges in that song, but I was listening to the passion behind the words that they were singing. And I thought about, uh, a lot of things. It just kind of stirred this crazy memory. Just stick with me. This is how my mind works. Um, whatever you do in life, you can just do it and walk through it. And put out an, an ordinary, back to the ordinary man, right? Put out an ordinary performance with no passion behind it. You're just doing it. You're just getting from point A to point B just to get it done. And I've thought about my life and how many times I have done that. Um, I've done a lot. We've all, have, we've all done a lot. We've all put a lackluster performance in into something, whatever it may have been. And this is cool but because what I'm saying will encompass all of us, right? You'll get what I'm talking about here. But there are these moments in our lives where it, there is just this burning desire within our hearts that just, it's almost like this energy that's like built up inside of you that you get totally motivated. You feel the energy within and it's kind of like you just feel like you can explode, but it's a positivity thing and you just want to attack what it is that you want to accomplish, whatever task that is. It could be singing. It could be an ice hockey game. It could be a baseball game. It could be lacrosse. It could be uh, writing. It could be drawing. It could be work. It could You know, whatever you're doing, you're doing it 110%. You're totally into it. You're motivated. You're passionate about it. And that whole 
ball of energy. We don't often do that. I was sitting there last night watching the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals, and it draw, drew me back mentally into you know playing from an amateur level, the level of passion I used to put into every game. And I remember someone saying to, <laughs> saying to me one time, "Dude, uh, are you always like this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." And like went out and took my shift, and the same guy uh, ran into my wife and and. It was the first time, his name was Paul, by the way. And it was the first time Paul was on a team with me. And he says to my wife, he says, is, is he always that way? And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that way meant like pumped up, motivated, like getting after it 110%. And he's like, how does he, how does he keep that energy up? And my wife really, she, I think she knows. But she didn't get into it with him. But it, you know, it got back to me, and I, I was kind of laughing, and you know, went on a run not long after that, and uh, I was thinking about what he said, and and what the reason, the motivational reason behind that energy, in specific uh, specific uh, mention here, we're talking ice hockey. Why? Well, I remember years earlier, uh, I was playing on a team. And these two guys that went to the high school that my wife went to, they happened to be uh, in the league. They joined the league. Nice guys. And suddenly the next year, the other guy drops out. And I said to his buddy, oh, man, what happened to your boy? Ah, you know what? He got a heart problem and uh, he, he can't play no more. I'm like, what? You know, he's so young. And he says, yeah, you know, yeah, he's done. I'm like, man, I said, is he going to be okay? Well, they're doing tests and all that. And I was like, wow. It, it just kind of hit me. Like significantly, I'm like, you know what? That guy's my age, right? Like he's done. He's done. I'm wondering if he knew the last shift that he took was his last shift. And for some strange reason, <clears throat> excuse me, that stuck with me like you wouldn't believe. So everything I've done since then, not 110% or not 100% even, Let's just say 70% of the time when I did something, whatever it was, I'd think of that dude. And I would think, you know, this is, could be the last time I'm doing this. We don't know. So I kind of really want to end this on a high note. And so from that date forward, every time I played a game of hockey, every, every shift I took, and it was 110%. And that was the meaning behind Paul's question, the answer to Paul's question, is, is he always like this? Sorry, it's a table. I, I'm like that because you don't know when it's your last shift. And then I remember, you know, many years later, when my physicality started changing and my third period started really slowing down and I knew something was wrong because normally my third period, I'm like on it, man. You know, like just feeling better than ever and I was feeling worse. I could hardly skate. I'm like, I got a problem. And ironically, right, a heart problem like this other guy so many years before. So thanks to him, I was mindful of the potential that what I'm doing right now is not going to last forever. And I can honestly say probably 70, 80, 90% of the shifts that I take and of the games that I played, I was in it. Yeah, probably like gung-ho more than I should have been to other people's eyes. 
But now you understand why I was into it. Because you never know when it's going to be your last shift. And I miss that more than anything in the world. Even though that was an amateur level I played at, my God, I loved it. I just loved playing hockey. The, the you know Going fast out on the ice, the skating aspects of it, the wind in your face, the, the cold air in your eyes. It, it, just nothing like it. The smell of the uh, refrigerant. It's a whole it's the whole thing. And if you've never done it, it's hard to explain it. You know, it's, it's interesting to watch from television, but man, when you're out there and you're trying to skate, but like, then you get to the point where you're not even thinking about skating. It just happens normally. Like, it, like you're walking in any direction that would you want to go uh, fast or slow, stopping, starting. You're not even thinking about skating. You're just, you're thinking about playing a game. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I can't explain that to somebody. So, I, I am so thankful for that guy that I knew him that I was mindful enough to like, you know, take a, take a step back and say, you know what, when's it going to be the last, this could be the last time. So why I'm mentioning all this, I'm listening to Hall and Oates sing these songs and I'm listening to the passion behind the way they're singing the songs. They're doing it. They're getting it done. They're all in. They're 110% vested in that song. You can sense the emotion behind the words. And when they're singing it, man, they're giving it all they got. And I think in life, we need to be aware of that just a little bit more than maybe that we are. Because you don't know when it's going to be your last time doing something. Sometimes I take this podcast for granted because I don't have the... uh, the Joe Rogan numbers or This American Life with Ira Glass numbers. But what I have is, is humble. It's a small group of people that we've come to know each other in a way that uh, I'm extremely thankful for you, that you're listening. Whether, for whatever reason you're listening, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, funny thing, it doesn't matter to me, that little sentence right? On iTunes, right? It gives you the option to give a review. And some people have been very kind and and give me nice reviews. And just recently, uh, somebody hit me with a three star out of five. And I'm like, okay. And I thought (laughs) to my daughter, oh man, someone hit me on the head with a club. She goes, what's the matter? I said, I got a three stars. Because what, your first three stars, dad, are you going to let that upset you? I said, no. I said, but I also understand that, you know, you can't please everybody. And she's like, dad, why are you even looking at that? I said, Han, that's the only way that, you know, when you get five stars, you get reviews from people. Um, it moves you up and, you know, the all the, uh, what do you call it, the analytics and such. Look at that. Because is it really important, no, Dad? You know, like, it doesn't really matter. I go, nah, I don't. I'll tell you, it's funny. The things you learn from your children, right? She's right. But there it is. So I sat here today. I said, you know what? I got this great opportunity to set up this... Uh, <laughs> This crazy looking contraption I have up with blankets all around me and the cat sitting next to me and the, the way I have this recording set up. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have fun today. I'm going to really get passionate about what I'm talking about. I'm really going to get into it. I'm going to really focus on the message. And that message is, you know, doing something in life. If you're going to do it, then do it. You know, get your heart behind it. You motivate yourself. Do it 100%, 110%. Get it done. Do it better than somebody else can. Do it the best that you can possibly do. 
if it's making a dinner. It's, it could be the, the simplest thing. It doesn't matter when you focus on and try to achieve, try to achieve perfection in something and given all you have, whatever it might be. Sitting here talking into a microphone. <laughs> I didn't know I had these shoes. <laughs> They're actually pretty cool. Got these hiking boots. These boots right here, I'm holding my hand. Everywhere. The desert. Uh, oh, they're Timberlands, actually. They're like Tim's. They're leather Tim's. Been in the desert in Arizona, in Utah, New Mexico, uh, Nevada. Been in the volcano in Iceland. Been on uh, glaciers. Uh, been all over Scotland, Ireland, England. I never thought those shoes would take me there. These boots... Now they won't fit back in, right? Um, but they did. We don't know what our futures entail, right? We don't, we, I just needed a pair of boots to walk around in. I never looked at those boots and said, I'm going to go do all these things. How that ties in with this, I have no idea, but I like them boots. <laughs> we just don't know is what I'm getting at. We just don't know what our future entails. I never thought I'd go those places, and there I get, there I was. And thanks to my kids, they took me. So we don't know what tomorrow brings. All we know is today. All we know is today. This moment, right this second, whatever you're doing, it's all we know that is a definite. Ten seconds from now, I could stroke out, man. God could hit the light switch off. I'm gone. I still hear. Hello? You don't know. You don't know. So the message today is about passion, is about motivation, is about getting it done. Whatever it is, positive I might add, whatever it is that you're going to do, do it the best you can. Impress yourself and do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do what you do for yourself first and foremost. Now that can segue to a lot of things too. You owe it to yourself to do, to do the best you can. That's what I'm trying to say. Life is short, man. We don't know how long we're going to be here. Every day is a gift, a blessing. And if we get it tomorrow, that right there is another chance to get it better than we did it today. At least that's the way I look at it. Hopefully you see it the same way. Positivity, purpose, meaning, passion, spirit, that burning desire deep within to get something done and to do it. You got a goal set? Do it. You want to lose the weight? Do it. I'm in my 220s. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm holding off on the big announcement. If it takes me a little longer, it takes me a little longer. It's working for me. I'm being mindful of what I'm eating. It's not like necessarily a diet. I'm like, dude, are you really going to down those hers honey barbecue potato chips again? I can I can wipe out three bags of them, not a problem. I have wiped out a bag and a half, maybe two, and I won't say I went at that with one hundred percent passion because I did. <laughs> See what passion can do. Oh man, there's humor and everything. Honest to God, do what you do and do it one hundred percent. Get that passion behind you, that burning within. And then afterwards, 
you deserve to step back and say, man, I killed it there, didn't I? I kicked it. I kicked butt. I got it done. Awesome. Awesome job. Pat yourself on the back. Set your little goals in front of you and do it. Buddy of mine says, I want to move out to Utah. I should have did it. He just went out there. He looked at a house. Ah, I should have bought it, dude. I'm like, well, why didn't you? I should have listened to my wife. Well, why didn't you? I don't know. I don't know. And then he comes back here and he's like, man, I'm not seeing anything better than that deal that I had. I'm like, yeah, I should have bought that house. I should have listened to you. So don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Listen to your wife, though. I said, dude, sometimes you just got to do something. He's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Either do it or life moves on. And it does. Any regrets, folks? Any regrets in your life? Should have did this. Should have done that. Should have said this. Should have said that. Should have let them know this. Should have let them know that. Should have went for this job. Should have went for that job. Should have asked her out. Should have never asked her out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got those regrets. Listen, to me, I really don't have any regrets because I feel as if I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Um, I would love more money. I would love some money. <laughs> but you know what I pray for every day? Mindfulness, safety and health for my family, good health. And if, if God has uh, anything more in store for me, I welcome it with open arms. I surrender my life to God every day and every night before I go to bed. And I pray, I pray so hard that he uses me in the way that he wants to use me, not in the way that I think my life should run. Because uh, I've, I've run my life before and, you know, I've done an okay job, but it wasn't until I completely surrendered and say, yo, man, here I am. It's scary as heck, but use me. Use me how you need me. And in that way, um, at least when I'm on my deathbed, I can say, yeah, man, you know, what I did, I did with passion. And where that passion came from, that within, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's uh, the Holy Spirit within me making me passionate to do what I do. And, and that is talking to you. So not sure. We all have to uh, look inside ourselves and see what it is that we want to do. And uh, do we have the courage to accomplish that? So with that, that was the quickest half hour I've ever done. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, don't forget finding subjects on uh, Instagram, finding subjects on Facebook, finding subjects on Twitter. Check it out. We're there all the time. And uh, I just really want to thank you again for your time. It means a lot to me. If you like the show, please share with your friends. Um, if you don't, that's okay. Um, if you're feeling generous, go ahead into iTunes and hit me up with a five star. And uh, if you don't, you know, please don't bother me. Have a great day. Uh, thanks again for being here. Take care. This is Tony. Thank you for listening to Finding Subjects. See you. Bye.